eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From the offseason, the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. Yeah, so I want to get into a lot of like expectations and pick your brain on this and the thoughts on the preseason of playing. But let, let's just start right there because that's the freshest giant news is the two joint practices. Obviously, I wasn't there. I was at practice last Friday. I will be at training camp again on Monday uh, as we do the Evan and Tiki show from camp on Monday. But the joint practices, first of all, first day, you see a lot of bad Daniel Jones numbers, but it also involves Evan Neal out with a concussion, uh, Matt Parrott getting torn up. Day number two, Daniel Jones apparently carved up the Lions defense. I I am stuck between a rock and a hard place. I understand not to overreact, but that's all anybody does when they start facing defenses where they aren't. Where are you at after these joint practices with your Daniel Jones expectations? Well, it's funny. As I said to you just before, I hate joint practices. You're asking for injuries there. Now, as far as Daniel Jones, it's really hard to tell uh, from practices, especially practices that we don't see, uh, with the exception of, you know, highlights and videos and stuff like that. But I will say this. The Giants are favored somehow. They're laying three to the Lions, which <laughs> I'm not quite Ty sure Rod Taylor, sense. baby. I know. And I understand what the first preseason game means for basically every team. But still, this is a Lions home game coming off of a pretty impressive season. Uh, Take the points. Look at Jay right off the sports <laughs> grid, giving you the lines for the preseason game. Uh, I do love that. Now, the the Giants through camp, I think if you're going to be a negative Giant detractor, it's not about the additions like Darren Waller or Bobby Okereke. It's about the holes. And generally speaking, when you have this many open competitions for starting jobs, I can understand the holes. Namely, nickel corner. The second safety spot, though, Dane Belton made a sweet play, a one-handed strip yeah, uh, in practice yesterday as we're taping this on Thursday. Um, some op- The offensive line, who knows about the interior offensive line, the, the second linebacker spot, whether it's Beavers or McFadden. Uh, the Giants have a lot of holes to answer. And as far as playing starters in the preseason, I kind of like the idea of at some point seeing the quarterback and the starting offense out there, but I understand it shouldn't be out there all three weeks. Uh I barely think anybody should play, 
But, Jay, I don't know where you fall on this. I think all of these open competitions in camp, including the nickel corner, which feels like a disaster, these guys should all be playing in the preseason. Nobody's earned the right, if you haven't earned a starting job, not to play in the preseason. Yeah, it's funny, too. The Giants have a brutal schedule coming up this year, especially in the beginning with the Cowboys, Cardinals, Niners, Seahawks, Dolphins, Bills. It doesn't feel like there's a gimme, and I understand well, there's Arizona. no gimme. Well, that's true, but that's a road game, and that's right. – uh, that's a, that's a far trip. But I was going to say the Commanders uh, in week seven. Now, I'm not, I, I have no idea what the Commanders are going to be this year. But the point is, is that's a brutal start to the schedule. And to your point, these guys need to play before they get into that first game against the Cowboys. So I would look for those, those position battles to see those starters play more games, especially as we get into the preseason. Yeah, and I wonder, because the Jets is going to be a biggie at the end of that stretch. It'll be, what, their eighth game of the year or what we were just talking about off the air. I know I'm going to be going to that game uh, as a fan. I wonder if because they're playing the Jets in the regular season, if that's not a spot where you're going to play Daniel Jones, the offensive starters, the defensive starters. Maybe it's game number two in the preseason, though. Then you have two weeks off before then. I I am so torn on the idea of rhythm and fear for injury because let's also not forget, you know, Giants were very fortunate to beat Tennessee in week one. Who was the crap team they beat in week two? Carolina. Uh, that schedule fell in favor, to, to your point about the harder schedule to start the year. They lost Kayvon Thibodeau playing him in the preseason last year. Uh, Ezekiel Jalari got hurt in practice, so they had injuries get spearheaded that could have derailed the season early. Uh, and looking back at the Thibodeau injury, is that something I really want to experience again this year? No, absolutely not. And I understand why there's position battles, and that's essentially the essence of preseason is to find the position battles and find the starters, really, especially in games two and three. Uh, so I, I expect those guys to play now. I don't like it. I, I just don't like it. And I'd rather, I'd rather give guys shots that aren't playing too much in the preseason in week one and see where we goes from there. I will say this. We've seen plenty of marathons in the NFL. So just because guys struggle in weeks one, two, three, four, doesn't necessarily mean they're going to struggle late in the season. We've seen guys improve. The giants right. got better in the second half of the season. Of course, a lot of guys on the team did. Absolutely. And I expect that to happen again. But as you pointed out, uh, there are some, we'll call them position battles, but holes, if you will, that the Giants need to get better on. I'm just not so sure that you can do that against the Panthers and Jets in the next couple of weeks. I, I just, I, I'm not sure I see it. Okay. So on uh, the Evan and Tiki show on WFAN, uh, which you could also count, uh, download free on the Odyssey app in podcastable form, it was me and Tommy Lugar on Wednesday's show. And off of Hard Knocks, we did the biggest concern about the Jets, mine being Robert Sala. Some callers called him with the offensive line. Apparently, if you bring up any kind of concern, you're labeled a hater. We're sane people over here as Giant fans. <laughs> we can acknowledge when, even if you think a team is good, you have a concern. Uh, what is your biggest concern about the Giants entering the 2023 season? I know this seems sort of uh, repetitive, but I will say the schedule, and I'd I, I like to, to move away mm. from players because you never know. Yeah, you never know who's going to get hurt, who's going to step up. I mean, did we, Victor Cruz, perfect example. And, yeah. and I think that that's, there's always room for guys like that. But to me, the biggest concern is the schedule. I'm looking at it right now. 
Cardinals 49ers. I know you don't uh, think the Cardinals are great, but Cardinals 49ers and back-to-back weeks, and they're staying out there, correct? Yes, because it's a Thursday night game with the Niners. Okay. So and by two- the way, Brock Purdy is starting the year. There was some thought that, you know, who the heck knew who was going to be playing quarterback for the Niners. But Right, yeah. right. And so that's Cardinals, Niners, back-to-back out West. The Dolphins and Bills back-to-back two weeks later. It's brutal. It's a brutal start. And uh, I think yeah. if it's, you know, we played this ridiculous game about getting through six games at three and three or four and two. Well, it is true, though. You want to stash some wins in the pocket early to save yourself later on. And it mattered for the Giants last year. It absolutely did. But we've seen slow starts. We've seen two weeks in 07 against Brett Favre and the uh, and the Packers in week two, I believe it was. Was it not? Yeah, when they and got killed. Yeah. They got killed. And we all said they don't have anywhere close to a playoff defense. And look what happened. Yeah. You know, I've gone back and forth with the schedule because when I was at camp, a lot of the beat reporters kept bringing up the schedule too. And I get it. It's definitely harder than last year. But there's two things I look at. When I look at the schedule as a whole, and I get what you mean about starting slow and let's see what goes on. Prior to last season, and I think the Commanders or Lions would have been, probably the Lions would have been the team that would have done this. Prior to last season, we had gone five straight years in the NFL with a team that started three and six made the playoffs. So it's not necessarily a death blow. The Giants, I think, last year graduated, and a lot of this is because of Brian Dables, the head coach, away from head-scratching, mind-numbing bad losses. Maybe the Lions would have been that last year, although remember, when McKinney and Adoree Jackson went down, the depth was so thin in the secondary, it was hard during that stretch to materialize any of this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we underestimated Detroit last year as well. I don't think we ever thought they'd wipe them them out. I I get it. But the point I'm making is... I believe that when I see a team that's eh to bad on the schedule, I now no longer view the Giants, thanks to being coached by Brian Dable, as having letdowns. So when I look at the schedule as a whole, I'm just going to rattle off a few teams here, and you could disagree, and that's fine. Arizona without Kyler Murray early. Uh, they will get to the Patriots at some point Thanksgiving. I think that roster is such dog crap. I understand how good Belichick <laughs> is. I don't know what the Packers are, but how can I think that the Giants beat the Packers last year with a worse team than Aaron Rodgers? Don't beat them this year. Uh, the Saints, okay, offense, I like Derek Carr. Who knows? I mean, they're not exactly a sexy team there. That's four teams right there. The Commanders, you have Ron Rivera starting Sam Howell, and the players already complained about Eric Bieniemy. They should have beat him twice last year if Feliciano doesn't flex down the stretch. Um, that's six games they should win. And there's another, oh, the Rams at the end of the year. Now, again, who knows, but they are so depleted from what they once were. I look at seven games on the schedule before I'm even talking about Seattle or the Jets where, I mean, still really big question marks where I think the Giants should get there. Now, seven and 10 ain't going to do that. But as much as the schedule is harder, I don't think the Giants are full flat on their face. Then it's the idea of what are these upper echelon teams they could beat? Is Seattle one of those teams? They should beat them at home on Monday night. The Jets is going to be interesting where they're at. Buffalo, Miami, can they find a way to split? And I think more importantly, if they're really going to make headway, you can't go 0-4 versus Dallas and Philly, which is why I think opening night is actually so super important for this team. I agree. I agree. And 
it's funny. I'm looking at this schedule, and four of the first six weeks are are road games. Um, but I do yeah. look at the end, and I can't remember. And this is, I guess, a question. I can't remember the last time the uh, Giants finished with two home games, back to back weeks. Is that how it's for? Oh, because Philly they play on Christmas Day, and then they're home. Philly and then we and who? Oh, it's the Rams. Rams and Eagles. Rams are New Year's Eve. Eagles are a week later. And that's Both the other part games. of it. One of two things is going to be possible with the Eagles in week 18 at home. Either the Eagles are going to have whatever they have played for locked up, or the Giants are going to be good enough that they're pushing the Eagles for something. So either way, I can't view that as an unwinnable game in week 18. Awesome. Agreed. Agreed. Especially, it could be a win and in situation. Right. So, I mean, and, and thankfully, those are home playoff games. You yeah. Know? No, you're right. I haven't... I. Jeez, I can't remember that either. Either way, I'm sure there'll be a nice warm Zuccarello jersey in the crowd <laughs> for, for sure. <laughs>